Hello everyone, welcome back to Stoner and Streamer. Uh, so in this week's episode, we're going to be talking about mostly things to do with social media and uh, people in today's world. Uh, to start off, we want to talk about influencers and their platforms in general. Um, with influencers, I know a lot of people, like, I don't want to call names out, but recently, I think it was like a week or two ago, there was where these influencers threw like a big party and they got a lot of backlash for it. Um, going off that idea, I do want to talk about like how we feel about influencers and that kind of thing. So like uh, Stoner, how do you feel about how influencers affect their fans? Like, do you think do you think that influencers should regulate themselves and try to put, like, a good example of what they should do? Or should they show the true side of themselves to their fans and let them know, like, everyone is not... I guess, like, I don't want to say everyone needs to be perfect because that's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say, like, should, um, should influencers tend to wear more of a mask and, like, put a good role model for their fans or should, like, they show more of a human side? What is your opinion on that? Well, well, first of all, I'm for what I do love, like, like influencers, YouTubers. You know, they I think they have a pretty good, um, pretty good grip on how to, how to, grab people's attention, I guess, and like keep them engaged. Mm -hmm. um, especially YouTubers, because there's been YouTubers that have been around since YouTube's been around, <laughs> which is pretty incredible. Um, but I feel like with entertainment in general, not just influencers, there's always the balancing act of having that mask on, having that persona, and being who you really are. So I, for one, and this is just my opinion, but I, for one, think they should probably handle it more like a entertainer. You know, they have a persona. Like, they should be that persona, I guess. Because, um, yes... They are human, just like us, um, and a lot of people don't really see that a lot of the time, but that persona is what makes their money, is what brings in the crowd, um, but I think that persona should be overall good, like, like, don't, like, yeah, like, like, good, a person, like a, like a, I'll say Markiplier, for example, like, he's always done like, he has his persona of Markiplier, you know, loud, screaming at stuff, playing horror games, stuff like that. But that persona is still good. He does charities, or charity streams. He donates all the time. Like, like that's setting a good example for the people who follow him and for the people who look up to him. But then you have people like, we'll say, the Paul brothers, who their persona, for the most part, is kind of being an asshole, you know? <laughs> Pulling pranks on people, <laughs> recording dead bodies in forests like like that's just not cool to me um but i feel like everybody does have their certain taste some people might like them for that persona because they're going out and pulling pranks and doing stuff like that just like people like markiplier for his persona of being nice and you know screaming at video games and stuff like that so yeah i feel like it's it's a balancing act but i feel like you should you should still let them know you're human you know there's still bad things that happen to you, not just some some character. But that persona is what brings in the money, so roll with your persona. 
if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree. I do feel, in my own opinion, with the Paul brothers, I feel like Logan, um, from what I've seen, he's the one that has, like, fully matured. Like, he's gone through the full process of it all, and I can see that he's really trying. Mm-hmm. With his brother, though, and I mean no disrespect, I feel like his brother went the opposite way, where Logan went up and started to mature, and Jake seeing has how he knew i don't want to say he knew like where the money was because logan also makes bank and everything i'm sure they both make bank but i mean by that is that more jake fell more into like the standard oh i'm a celebrity because he's the one i've seen that like flexes about his his money his big cars and like having this big mansion where i see more logan talks more about like oh vlogging or doing this podcast or doing more influential stuff than bragging um that's just my opinion. I'm not saying like it's true. I'm just saying that from my own opinion, that's what I've seen that the two difference of them. So I feel like they're like two sides of the same coin almost. Um, but I definitely get where you're coming from. Uh, being an influencer definitely has its good good moments and bad moments because you always got like you were saying balance being entertainer versus showing your human side. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of um, influencers are kind of afraid to show their human side. Like, like they think people are only there for the the character or their persona. But I feel like they they really shouldn't be. Because, like, at the end of the day, you are human. You know, you sleep, eat shit just like the rest of us. You know, you go through things in life. Um, So I feel like the more they show that, the better of an understanding that the fans get of who you really are but if you let yourself like get sucked into the persona that's going to be like who you turn into in a way so it is definitely like a balancing act and i, and I definitely you know commend them for for handling that <laughs> as well of, as well as a lot of them do yeah i feel like oh. i feel like the persona obviously is like the main thing, I guess. Like, I, I can't think of the words I'm trying to use, but, like, it's, like, the biggest part of it is is your persona, how people see you. But you can't, like, let them forget that that you are still human, you know? You still Stuff still happens behind the scenes. It's not, it turns off and you shut off with it, you know? Yeah. So I feel like people should use that, that persona for good. But, like, like we said, like, with the Paul brothers specifically jake paul like his persona is kind of raunchy kind of mean kind of bad and that's what brings in his money Mm -hmm. i definitely get um where you're coming from with with influencers there's definitely always been the issue of like boundaries and stuff and what i mean by that is it's always been about how much is it okay to i guess share so for example, with um, switching, I don't want to say switching topics, but like um, almost media for a bit. So like with family channels, everyone always has mixed opinions about how they feel about those, like on YouTube specifically, I've seen. Whereas, where do you think the line is drawn when you're showing too much um, of your family? Because like, I've seen channels where like it's simple uh, videos where it's like, oh, um, 
watch, uh, go with me as we go through a journey of me being pregnant versus like another one where they tell their kid that they were adopted to get a reaction out of it. So I'm like, in your opinion, where do you think the line is drawn where too much is too much? I feel like you want to keep the, the boundary between work and home. Um, especially with like, like you said, family channels, like where they're like, you know, going through their, their family stuff, like going like, Oh, we're going to Disney world, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, there definitely should be that, that line from when it's like, like, okay, like this is my family. I care for them. I want to do things for them. I need to do things for them. I need to support them. And you need to have that time with them where it is just the family. And then other things where I would say like bigger things like going on vacation or maybe like going through someone's pregnancy or, you know, following juniors, you know, little league shit. Like that's where I would say it's a little better to bring in, in your, your job because like, it's not, it's not interfering with you and your family and like how you feel about each other. Cause I know for me, if, say like my brother was a youtuber and he just recorded everything we did all the time coming into my room while i'm sitting there like playing guitar or something like that like i would i would hate that i hate that that like evasion of uh of privacy i feel like yeah you definitely need to like draw the line where it's it's you're not just recording everyone and everything they do like it's a retail really like, reality tv show you know you got to have the things that like are specifically for the channel and the things that are specifically for family or friends or you know whoever you're you're doing it with i get you because if you just let it turn into a reality tv show that's when shit's gonna start hitting the fan and you're gonna have a little snooky and shit like that like that's just 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 not not what i would want personally Mm-hmm. but i guess everyone does have their own their own boundaries of how much is too much and like what what's going on i guess yeah i agree um there's definitely needs to be like not like i I think every person will have a different opinion and a different perspective of when to put that line in the sand and i think once once someone crosses it i think most of the time they'll come back so i think usually most of the times uh, in those situations to work themselves out. Um, but switching topics for a moment, um, speak, we were talking about social media before. Um, so social media itself, it could really affect like, um, what's it called? It can really affect uh, someone's like mindset and everything. Um, it's like mob culture, for example. Um, with with mob culture, like it can def- definitely cause issues in today's world. And how do I this? So with mob culture, there's definitely an issue of it because I've seen it at least on Twitter and on Instagram, where with one group doesn't like this like person, then everyone brings them down to shit. So what yeah, I mean just by gang up on them? Yeah, like um. This was way back, well, like, uh, I think it was in 2019, but I saw where, like, um, 
there's like how we talked before in an older video or older episode with double standards like people definitely definitely um pull that on social media and like they'll turn into a mob when something doesn't go their way so an example i want to give is like um i forgot his name but he's like a he's like a uh instagram influencer and so with this person and with another person uh we'll say person a and person b person um a you know um is gay and then he was he like when he was talking to people he was like oh i, I just love my my straight boys but then like um he was talking about oh like he was saying like oh look at those heteros and everyone found it funny but when the role was reversed and the other dude like i'm not saying he said it to that person i'm saying he's so person a said that but not to person b so i'm trying to say and then when person b was talking about yeah. oh they were they're were, like trying to put themselves in different mindsets to get different perspectives of people's um life and stuff so they said like i think they said oh like we're gonna be like boxing for a week or like oh like working out constantly for a week and then they said oh we're gonna go gay for one week so like and then when that per- when he said that that person got dragged all over social media so i'm like we turn into a mob for this dude but when the other dude was saying uh like calling guys heteros and stuff that that's okay but then a civil dude's like oh we're gonna go gay for a week then that's not okay and you like you like trashed him on social media and me personally i didn't find Which that is definitely a joke too like he, he obviously didn't mean that <laughs> yeah um so i don't know like with mob culture there's definitely there's definitely like an issue of it like people just swarm like flies over these people and they go crazy over every little thing yeah i feel like like social media itself is a good and a bad thing for sure because it's something to you know share your life share about you you know share with people and obviously like everybody wants that um that uh that like you know that that person to comment something nice and they want to be accepted by the general crowd of that social media but with that being said nobody wants to give that validation i feel like um everybody wants it for themselves so when it's something like that where all the fans of the gay guy was like oh he's gonna be hetero for a week haha that's funny but then they saw the straight dude and he's like i'm gonna be gay for a week and they immediately jumped on him because like they didn't want to give him the validation of the same validation they gave the other guy which i feel like is really messed up and like you said like double standards like like you can't just do that <laughs> <laughs> like like treat people the way you want to be treated i feel like that has gone out the window and that's something i was taught in kindergarten you know what i mean and in yeah. social media especially like you see you know if if you look on social media and someone's wearing a good outfit then you should be like hey that outfit's really cool give them that validation like let them know that you you care and you think that most people won't really though um and then there's people who was like oh this person looks better than me so now i'm gonna drag them through the mud so they don't get any validation and since i have all these people behind me then they're all gonna do it too and we're just gonna completely shut this person down yeah which is pretty bogus it is definitely bogus it's definitely an issue um there's definitely from what i've seen on social media 
there's definitely, um, like, there's a good and a bad, and of course, that's with practically anything in, in the world, um, but I've noticed that when things are really bad, people tend to show their darkest sides, um, and from a, from a place on the internet, at least from me, like, growing up as a kid, it was definitely, I don't want to say it was different, because, um, of course, there's always toxicity in, in the world. But growing up, it was definitely a lot more, I don't want to say, how do I wear this? I don't want to say accepting, but, like, it was definitely more, I guess, like, a warmer environment. Um, because maybe, maybe it was just me, but, like, um, growing up, um, as things, as, like, more tech and, like, more, like, social media started to grow and grow, people weren't as as toxic I guess or maybe like the good outweighed the bad because for me personally I didn't see a lot of people being toxic like there were a few yes but um it was more of like there was like 50 like nice comments or like a hundred um things that were nice and there was like maybe like 10 or 20 bad so like it was like 80% good 20% bad so I feel like when the when our days are darkest is when people start to like show more of their toxicity side. So maybe I feel like right right now in the moment in 2020, because of how things are going right now, I feel like more and more people are, are like letting loose and like saying whatever's on their mind because a lot of them are just such a, I hate, you know, influencers and YouTubers say this, but I feel like everyone's such in a dark place that they have to have an outlet where they have to just like bring people down or to make themselves feel better, if that makes sense yeah definitely like a lot of people use the internet social media video games whatever to escape the real world um for whatever reason that may be and i know personally especially like video games i love going on it just because because it is it's an escape from from my everyday it's escape from what i'm surrounded by especially when i was younger and you know not to be all emotional mushy whatever but i was kind of bullied in middle school so i used video games a lot to escape from that. I use the internet in general a lot to escape from that. But nowadays, if I were to do that, I would come home from middle school after being bullied and, and try to escape the negativity and that hate with online, and then I just get more of it because everyone longer online too now. <laughs> and it's depressing. There's so much negativity in the world as it is. Why make the one place where everyone can be where everyone can be at peace, so negative too. Yeah, I definitely get where you're coming from. That's why I like VR. Like, with, I've never played it myself and had the experience, but I've seen gameplay of it. And that's why I truly like VR games, like with VR chat. Um, and for those of you who don't know, VR chat is basically a game for the VR system where you can design your own avatar and then you go in and you're able to chat with other people. And in that community, from what I've seen, it's got to be one of the most wholesome ones because everyone's there just to communicate with others and talk. And because everyone's always using their own unique avatar, so, like, everyone's wacky. There's no, like, no judgment of how, like, how you look, how you sound, or anything like that. Like, people just go there to chat and connect with people. And I definitely feel, with right now, with how things are going, and even afterwards, we need moments like that to connect because I think... I think people forget that 
your words have power and well you feel good about like talking bad about someone and it may feel good in the moment how you interact with people can even change their lives like even if it's a little thing um and i think people need to understand that we need better outlets to how do i word this we need better outlets to um handle our own situations and problems because by bringing someone down you know it gets to a point where your words can affect whether someone lives or or dies and I, i get that can be dramatic but it can get to the point where someone's getting like yeah very true yeah where they can get like millions of texts you know telling you oh you should kill yourself or oh you suck if you're getting constantly told that it it does bring a toll on you and i'm not saying of course like everyone takes their own lives or anything but i am saying it does 100 percent cause a huge impact on someone um be it on uh whether be whatever side you're on on that because um, in my own opinion, I definitely feel like it causes a deeper impact than most people understand. Yeah, definitely. And especially like nowadays, because everybody loves to follow the crowd, which I, for one, dislike. But, you know, that is kind of what's going on. You see all the posts with all the white girls wearing the same thing, all the jocks doing the same thing. And people follow the crowd. So if on Instagram, Snapchat, whatever, someone posts a picture and, and one person jumps on them, calls them ugly, tells them whatever, then everyone else who wants to follow the crowd, who wants to fit in, is going to end up doing the same thing. And that is awful. Like, uh, you're not the only person behind that screen. That's another person. That's another human. You want to tell them that in real life. You want to go up to someone and be like, you're fucking ugly. You should kill yourself. That's That's terrible. That is a terrible mm-hmm. thing. That makes me sick to even just just say out loud by myself in my room, <laughs> and like, and I think people just forget that, and that's why VR chat, where it is, it isn't just a computer screen. It isn't just a TV or a phone screen. It's like you're in there. That's when it really becomes who you you really are. People on, on on computers or phones or whatever, they're so toxic because they're like, whatever. It's just social media. It's just. It's just technology. It's just my phone. It's it's just, an, it's just pixels on a screen. But they forget that those pixels, you know, are on someone else's screen too, and they'll see those words too. And you may be saying those words to them specifically. And just like bullying in real life, it it doesn't have to be physical to cause so much pain. Yeah, a hundred percent agree. Like with moments of like that of like trauma or or traumatic moments um at least in my opinion i feel like a lot of people think if it's not abusive it's not a a big a big deal and what i mean by that is like um a lot of people think that and i i don't mean to be exaggerated this is just what i've seen online and social media i think a lot of people who hide behind their uh computers and stuff a lot of them say, oh, we should, like, clear out the herd. And what I mean by that is they feel, from what they've said, like, that people who, like, need support dogs or, like, um, who need extra help um, are, like, weakening our society. And I both, 
agree and disagree <laughs> and before y'all like try to cancel me let me explain myself so like if you have like ptsd or you need a support dog or something like that like you're not weak and in fact you're stronger i find i find that you're a stronger person for being strong enough to go through that and like get the help you need because admitting you need help is one of like the strongest things a person can do because we all have our pride and admitting that you need help is a big step however if you're the person who like complains about every little thing or um instantly pulls out like cards what i mean by that is like pulling out the race card or uh religion card or or uh sexuality card like stuff like that then i do feel like you need to take a step back because i have faced those people where like every little thing they try to pull out a card and what i an example i want to give is like oh um what i face is where a person was like um they were trying to ask me out and i wasn't interested because they were a lot older than me and um they're like oh it's because i'm black isn't it you're racist i'm like no it's because i'm like 20 and you're like 40 <laughs> like too old you're old enough to be my dad yeah. um so like i I don't know, it's a it's an interesting situation because I don't want it to go to extreme where people are like like if you ever seen oh what was that movie? Um it was the movie where everyone saw black and white, so like there was no more racism because you couldn't tell what race everyone was. It, the the giver or it was, was that what it was called? It was with the boy who like gets oh, the memories. Oh, okay, yeah. I watched the movie. The movie was trash compared to the book, but continue. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, okay. About. It's not part of our topic, so we gotta rewind because I like the movie, but I never, I never read the book. Um, but yeah, it definitely. What, you never read the Giver book? The movie was good. I. It... Bro, oh my god! If you read the book, your mind will literally shatter into pieces because it is infinitely better than the movie. All right, let's go. We're going to switch like, topics from. Like, let's go. I do not. Okay, yeah, sorry. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I meant, I meant go back to the book because now I'm curious. What was the? What did? The, what did they change? Because I want to know. Because now, now I'm nosy. <laughs> oh, like, like a lot. Because, um, in the okay, so granted, it's been a while since I've read or watched the movie, but from what I remember, there is so much more emotion in the book. In the movie, it's more so like, oh, it's black and white, whatever. Oh, now I have the giver role. Now I can see color. Like, that's kind of cool. And he goes on, like, the little journey of seeing color and becoming the next giver or whatever. But in the book, it, like, really shows the impact of once he starts seeing color and, like, the feeling he's getting from individual colors and, like, and like the, the whole the world changed for him, you know? And they don't really touch on that as much in the movie. Because, like, think about it. If we saw black and white all the time, 100%, and then all of a sudden you just saw colors, that would be beautiful. It'd be amazing. It'd be earth-shattering because it'd be completely different. Mm -hmm. And each and every single color you see can mean something else to you. And, like, like that's that's what the book is about. The book is perfect. I feel you. Um, yeah, with... So, I don't want to say switching... Like, adding to that topic, with... The concepts of, because I, I saw like a trailer for a new TV show coming out where like they eat pills and like it makes them really happy, which I hope they're not, they got the rights for that because there's a video game exactly like that. We happy few. Um, but with that concept of like, you know, taking happy pills or seeing everything in, in black and white, um, I don't think we need to go to that extreme because in my honest opinion, I feel like racism and topics related to it, I feel like that's taught versus you're born with that. 
Because I don't think anyone's born growing up, you know what? I'm gonna hate this specific race. Like, no, I feel like it's mostly taught. Or, oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Or you go through, like, a traumatic experience that causes you to feel that way. When we are born, the only thing we fear, I'm pretty sure, like, the only thing we're born to fear is, I think it was heights or something like that, and loud noises. That's, like, the only thing that we are born into the world automatically being scared of. Um, so for there to be so much hate in the world and so much fear against, like, with all the BLM stuff, with, with people literally being scared of a black man walking across the street, like, that just kind of blows my mind because I grew up, like, I grew up with, with the thought process of everyone's human. We all bleed the same shade you judge people based on their actions and what they do not how they look and how they present themselves um but obviously that's how my parents taught me so like with all this racism all the racism going on in the world like everyone especially nowadays where like slavery and the big majority of racism has been kind of not demolished not completely gone but has been less than how it was before that means all those people grew up into a family of racists and people who taught them to fear and or hate black people. And like that, that's kind of sad to me. Yeah. It... Like, how can you just bring someone in this world and be like, hey, see that black guy across the street? You hate everyone who looks like him. And they're just like, okay. Why would you brainwash your child like that? It's definitely in, uh, it's definitely a bad cycle because what I've noticed is um, it starts off with like one branch of the family tree where they, it's always I've seen someone looks up to somebody like a role model and because that role model in their eyes um, doesn't like this or that, then they follow it. So it just starts going more and more down the, down the family tree where it, it's like a, a virus almost where it spreads to more and more people and that's how in my opinion that's how it starts where one person's like oh you know don't like that person because he's a racer don't like that person because they like this certain thing or that certain thing um and because as a kid we're so influenced and um everything is new to us we it's it's almost like uh a bug where everyone gets it and we slowly start doing the same thing over and over and it just keeps repeating until um it causes a huge outburst or not a huge outburst sorry it causes like a it causes a experience that we need to fix almost i guess is the way i'm trying to say i don't know how to word it without being rude oh, i'll be rude i think it's some bullshit like you're literally brainwashing that child like I get it. People go through traumatic experiences or bad things, and that may influence how you feel about a certain whatever it is, you know, um, which that I can't bash as much because everybody has their own experiences. Everyone goes through shit. Um, but for you to like, like your kid, you have a kid, you know that every little thing you do, they're going to pick up on and they're going to be influenced by it. And you use that to make them racist. That's straight fucking brainwashing them and that is terrible to me 
because you're not even giving them a chance to even have their own opinion or a chance for them to go through an experience to change how they feel about it. You're just automatically right off the bat, like, you're racist now. Like, sorry, <laughs> that's just how you think now. And, that, yeah, that's just terrible to me. I feel like kids should grow up having the right to make their own opinion, having the right to you know, experiencing their own life before they, they can judge or they can, you know, push pins or anything like that. Like, like you need to experience it for yourself for it to be true. And if you didn't, and if you're just brainwashed as a child, you, that's literally all it is, is you're just, you're just brainwashed. You never had even the chance of having your own opinion about it. Yeah, definitely. And even if it's not with family, with social media and with other people, it, it does cause the same almost effect where like people become drones and with their um with these fans or with these people when I don't say when they search for role models, but when they start looking up to more and more people and these people do choices that aren't the best for them, then it causes a whole uproar where um, these, mo I don't want to say mostly children, so mostly with them that it takes them down the wrong path almost. Um, and what I mean by that, that is like the example I want to give is um, there was a situation where, um, you know, this person accused this person of doing this and that. And because per the person who accused them has so many fans, all almost all those fans, um, you know, like we talked about before with mob culture, they went totally against this person without finding any of the facts. It's like they were telling him, oh, you know, you're going to jail, oh, you should kill yourself and stuff like that. And um, when when these people can get um, when these people can get influenced so quickly. We definitely need to figure out a good boundary and almost like a good placement of what we say and how we say it, because like I, like I said before, words definitely have power. And I think in today's world, especially people need to understand that um, almost everything you say, even if it's in person or offline or online, um, can re be repeated by someone else. And once that happens, it can be repeated over and over by more and more people. And that one thought process can spread to, I know it sounds dramatic, but almost to millions of people. Well, yeah, especially depending on who you are. Cause like what, what, what I said before with like, everyone wants to follow the crowd and like, how do you said it? Um, I like, like how they blindly follow it. And it's, and it's true. It's like people nowadays don't think for themselves almost at all they they pick a person and they're like that person is you know number one to me and then every little thing that person does they will follow which is terrible because then you become a drone you are just a walking talking other person of that you're not yourself anymore um i feel like people really need to learn or teach their kids that you know it's okay to have i'm not saying like don't have a uh, don't have someone to look up to because everyone needs that that person that they put on a pedestal i'm not saying don't do that i'm saying recognize or teach your kids to recognize or whatever to that not everything they do is perfect they are still human 
if this person, you know, is overall a cool person, you like their music, you like what they create, then good, look up to that, strive for that, try to work towards that. But if that person in the same sense is, is an asshole to people online or is an overall mean person, then like, then don't look up to that portion, you know? Pick and choose what you like about that person. Don't just put that person on a pedestal and then wear their costume because that that just you're not yourself anymore you're not you you're just following that person that crowd um which is everywhere nowadays and it's terrible because everyday everyday people especially in like america and stuff they're just becoming zombies they're mindless they're like this person does this this person likes this so i'll do that and, <coughs> like that. Oh, and that's how i'll live my life bless you <laughs> <laughs> and they're like that's how i'm gonna live my life where realistically you should go, this person made this, I love this, I'm gonna strive for this, but they're an asshole to people, so I'm gonna not do that. I'm gonna be the better version. Or these couple of people, I like what they do, but they have things that are bad, so I'm gonna take the good things from all these people and strive for that. That's what I feel like you should be doing, not just going, hey, Donald Trump, you know, he's cool. I'm going to do everything he does, believe everything he says, and love everything he's doing right now. Because it's not true. You're not going to love every single thing that person does. You're not going to love everything. I mean, I guess some people do, but I feel like for the most part, they're just following blindly. Republicans and racists and stuff like that, they're like, oh, what? Donald Trump's going to make a wall and keep out Mexicans? Cool. I'm going to follow Donald Trump, and I'm going to love every single thing he's doing. I'm going to support every single thing he's doing right now. But... In that same sense, if you're doing that, then you're supporting everything wrong they're doing. I get it. If you stand for it, then yeah, support it, even if it's it's wrong in my case. But you know, <laughs> if you believe in it, stand for it. If you love it, follow it. But if it's something that you truly, honestly know in your heart that is wrong or is not right or is you know upsetting people or hurting people, then don't follow that. Don't just be blind. Don't just just blindly follow the leader when you could be a leader yourself and set an example for other people. Yeah, I definitely... Yeah, that's I... what I wanted to say. That was a, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I definitely agree. Like, um... I don't know how to word this. You can... Ooh, they took words out of my mouth. I do agree, though, with, like... Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good, you're good. I like that. The... Like, it, it blew my mind for a second there. Um, there's definitely a, uh, there's definitely an issue when it comes to stuff like that, dealing with, um, high-end influencers. So I definitely get where you're coming from. Um, I mean, 2020 itself has been pretty crazy. Like, um, with switching topics for a moment with um with 2020 right now a lot of concerns have been um with like schools and stuff and even with with jobs and work with at least in the u.s for lockdowns if um we should go like back into another lockdown because in my in my opinion from what i've seen and i haven't seen like facts i've only seen like oh this is spiking and this isn't spiking so i haven't seen any like actual facts only like articles and stuff that have said this and that um a lot of people have said like oh the 
the cases of people with the virus have spiked in certain locations where people aren't wearing masks and stuff. So this is the I guess the the issue is if that keeps happening to a point where people become too many become infected all over again, are we gonna go back to another lockdown? So I'm curious, do you think it might get to that point where we go into another lockdown again? Because I've seen that like at least in Florida people aren't wearing masks. And in California I know people are partying. Um I don't know the exact location, but I know people went to like a concert. That was that was like a big in the news for a moment. Or people went to a concert and like they said like they're being the they were wearing masks and being apart and then they would it was leaked like in photos and videos where everyone was getting up together and they were like wearing masks or keeping like the five feet apart and like that. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah. So like in your in your opinion, do you think we're gonna enter another lockdown or no? Is it gonna be like specific only in those I guess only in those places where um people aren't following the the rules and stuff um okay no matter what the rule is there's gonna be people who don't follow it that's just how it is but that being said with it being something like this so big so life-threatening because now we're over 150 something thousand people who have died from this which is a lot of people yeah um yeah, that's a lot of people. I mean, obviously, we still have millions of people in America, but 150,000 people, 150,000 people with families and lives are dead because of this virus, because people aren't wearing their masks, aren't staying inside, aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing, which to me is ridiculous. That is so terrible. You are, you are literally going, I don't want to wear this mask. So, someone else can die for that, because I don't want to wear a mask. That is, that is sickening. That is terrible. That is just gut-wrenching. So, me personally, I don't think we're going to go into another lockdown. I think Trump and Republicans, kind of in general, are kind of numbskulls. And they're like, we want our money. We want America to keep making money. We want people to keep making money. So, we're going to let things open up. So we can make that money so that money can happen um but me personally i think we need another lockdown because if you look at countries uh i don't i don't remember the countries <laughs> but i know there's like two or three countries out there oh i know thailand is one of them for sure where they either have no coronavirus cases or very very little because they fully locked down and everyone did what they were supposed to and if people really want the world to go back to the way it's supposed to be then just put up with the bullshit for a little bit and then let it go back if we fight it it's going to prolong it the more you fight it the, the less people that wear masks the, the less people who stay inside and do what they're supposed to the more deaths are going to happen the more cases that are going to spread and the longer the shit's going to happen like it just it doesn't make sense to me why you could because we could be free right now if we would have stayed locked down, if people did what they were supposed to, if we were, if if everyone wore masks and stuff like that, realistically, right now we could be corona free. We want it wouldn't be such a big threat hanging over everyone's heads. But instead, there's 150,000 people dead, and states are starting to re-spike up and get crazy again because people aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Why even deal with that? Why even have that shit happening? When the first time we could have locked down, everyone could have stayed home, everyone could have wore a mask when they were out, and we could be done with it. Like, 
I'm all for fighting the system. Don't get me wrong. I don't like Trump. I don't really like the government in general. I'm not an anarchist, but I feel like there are some bad people in power. But that being said, there are good procedures and good things that can come from those. Like the corona thing. Obviously, I think Trump's a, an idiot, to be honest, but if everyone would have listened and stayed locked down for that time we had and wore a mask like they were supposed to, then you, we could be corona-free right now. Everyone could be going to work normally. All those jobs could reopen up. Theaters and, and haunted houses and recreational things like that could open back up. But instead, everyone's fighting it and going into pro to concerts and, and not wearing their masks in public and you know, doing dumb things like that, that's just going to prolong it and make more people die and make more people get sick. So I don't think we're going to have a lockdown, which it sucks because I think we should. But I don't think we're going to because because the the red side just don't just don't care. If they're getting money in their pocket, they don't care. I do definitely get where you're coming from. I don't remember what it was exactly. But I remember my mom talking about how there was like a, uh, there was like a pill you could take and it was only like 10 cents per, per like cap or something like in the 1950s or something where, um, and I say 1950s because the, the excuse the FDA gave was that, oh, we don't understand the long-term effects. Meanwhile, the companies and like the science are like, we've been using this since the 1950s. So <laughs> we're already... You know, like 2020, we know the long-term effects. Uh, that's not a good reasoning. Um, it was something where it builds up like your immune system or something. And they did a case, I, from what she told me, like they did a case where um, people who were on it, they're uh, having um, cases of like people who were almost having 100% immunity to like the virus and everything. Um, but because it wasn't like FDA regulated, then you putting um, not everyone like you can get it, but not everyone can get it to a point where like it's like it's accessible really quickly. Um, and like you were saying, there's definitely people who don't care. They just want money in their pockets. And that is 100 percent a big issue in today's world. And like we talked about before in last epi uh, last episodes, like with Renee Spears, uh, movement and like the case with with her dad and everything um with corruption in today's world with um with people in, in society influencers there's definitely people who only care about the money and like i'm all about you know you know make your coin hustle and everything but when you don't care about human lives and like stepping over people that's when you really gotta like look in the mirror and you gotta like say to yourself are you okay with being this person just for like a quick buck and like, like i get it like I'm, I'm a big spender like literally when i was getting paid i was like spending money left and right you know like it, it's nice and it's a good feeling you know to be like oh whatever i want i can get but when it gets to that point where like your action just to like feel good for a moment costs somebody's life like you really gotta like stop and like think like are you okay with giving part of your soul up just for like a quick feeling of what what's the feeling you get when like your your body gives or the chemical instant gratification yes but it's like a that what you mean or like it's like a, the the high the rush of it yeah the happiness the serotonin flow yeah yeah like like that feeling so like 
you there's got to be a line where you got to like really stop and like think like where where do you draw that line in the sand is what i mean yeah i i to me it it's sad or at least like i mean it, it should be sad the more people i feel like but it's sad to me because that person just one person who dies from that virus they are leaving behind a family you know maybe a wife or a girlfriend maybe a child you know their parents they have to bury that person they have to put that person in the dirt and no longer have them in their life because of that virus and now we are months into having this virus in in the world and months into people you know going on and off of doing things to prevent it and doing things to let it spread and it is sickening to me that there has been over 150,000 people who have, who have been put down into that dirt and leave their family behind and leave people heartbroken, crushed, and depressed because people want to make money. That is terrible. I get it. I love money as much as the next guy. That gratification that you get of handing that person those dollars just to get whatever the hell you're getting, it's a nice feeling. It's a, it's, it's a rewarding feeling when you work for it, too. But that that money is people lie is people's lives is is other people's loved ones like that is it's it's sickening it's cruel you know you're you're making money off of other people's death off of other people's heartbreak off of other people's depression off of other people's just total defeat I had a bury or I didn't bury him but I had to cremate my father last year and that broke me for so long and now there is other kids out there who had to bury their father because of this virus simply because people wanted to make money or because people didn't want to wear a mask that is terrible that is that is and like i'm not saying i like it i hate wearing masks i hate wearing the mask in public i don't like it i don't like that i'm having a hard time finding work and doing stuff like that i don't like that other people have lost their jobs and now have less money to take care of their family. I don't like any of it. I don't like it at all. The lockdown sucked ass, but it was there to save lives, to make sure those people got to go home and see their family and spend the rest of their time with their kids. But since other people are stupid and don't want to wear a mask and <laughs> people who want to open stuff back up just to make money, like, like, those people don't get to have that. That that kid loses their parent because of that. That father loses his child because of that, you know? And that is, that I just, that's terrible. That is, it's so sad. Yeah, it's definitely a hard situation. And my honest opinion, how you talked about the mask and stuff, I honestly think, because in, in from what I've seen, a lot of, Almost all jobs now, they make, it's required for now at least, you have to wear a mask while working. And I think it needs to get to a point where we also make that rule or that regulation at least to the public as well, where you have to be wearing a mask outside or you'll get a fine. Now, a lot of the arguments I've seen is, people have said, oh, well, it's not good for you to be like breathing back uh in your carbon monoxide and stuff 
But then I've seen a rebuttal where like these YouTubers or other people, they've made statements and videos where they wear like, and it's big, where they wear like sub a mask on for like uh, over a couple hours to prove that, you know, it's not the end of the world or anything like that. And most of like, yeah, I've seen that. Most of the time they've been okay. And I don't mean to be rude, but the only people I've seen who struggle are people who, um, are big boned, <laughs> if you catch my drift. Um, or, yeah. or, or, or uh, I can't speak, or they are unhealthy, which are two different situations that, um, can affect someone's almost, um, basically systems and stuff. So, like, those are understandable. Um, but not everyone's in that situation. So, I do believe that it needs to get to a point where we, we make it a regulation where, and I'm not saying, like, find everyone you see and everything, but I'm saying that, that, like, um, punishment needs to be in place or else people aren't going to wear masks. Because even now, when people try to, you know, say, oh, I don't have a mask and I can't afford one, and people are like, oh, well, I have this box full of masks, here, take one. Then that's when we have the whole case of people, and I think it's still going on today, I could be wrong, where they're like, oh, it's my body, my choice, I don't have to wear a mask. And I'm like, it's not, you're affecting more than your body. This isn't about, like, you know, you getting a piercing or, or getting an abortion or, like, or doing something um, else that affects your body. This is about you affecting other people by spreading you know germs or maybe the virus if, even if you have it and it's just it's i don't get why people you know just it's common decency you're making the world a worse place by not doing this and even if you don't have the virus like if one even if one person doesn't have the mask on right and they have it and they spread it to you when you go home if you have family you're spreading it to them and you know i haven't seen a lot of cases but but with like even with pets, I remember there was one where I saw an article talking about how the dog who had the who got the virus somehow he he died, um, which sucks. That broke my heart. And of course, I'm not saying like um, it matters more than humans because of course I was upset when other people have died from this virus because it, it's it's sad to know that we we could have done something to prevent that and people chose not to for their own benefits and it cost someone their life exactly like like i i get it you know i have piercings tattoos stuff like that it's my body i can do what i want with it i definitely get that i understand i i understand where they're coming from but like you said it's to the point where it isn't just your body you're not going to be the only person to get sick if you get that virus that virus as we can see spreads really damn easily and just because you didn't want to wear a mask you can go up to someone else and give them that virus just because you didn't want to wear a mask just because just because you didn't want that little bit of restraint when you're breathing which by the way it's cloth and or paper which air and oxygen can go through so i mean it's not it it might affect it a tiny bit make it a little harder to breathe but you're still getting the oxygen flow you need you're not passing out and falling over or anything um but like like you said, it's just, it's not just you. It's not, you're not the only person that's going to get sick. More than likely, you're not going to be the only person to get sick. If, if you are a working parent and you didn't want to wear your mask while at work and you get the virus, then you're going to go home and you're going to give that to your kids. And if 
vice versa. If you're a teenager working and you're like, ah, fuck it, I don't need a mask, you come home, you can give it to your little brother or your little sister or your parents or your grandparents, which are way more likely to pass away from it. Um, I just don't, I can't wrap my head around why people don't want to save lives, especially when it's something as easy as wearing a mask. We're not asking people to go out and become an EMT to go and, you know, try to bring people back to life and shit. All they're asking is to wear a mask to prevent it a little more. Um, I just, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me why, why people can, can be so numbskulled. Like, like, yeah, like it's, like, I would understand if they're like, lockdown, stay in your room. You can't leave your room for three months. That, okay, even I would have a problem with that. Uh, but they are letting us go out now. They're letting us do things now. They're letting us, you know, make our money and work our jobs and stuff like that, which realistically they probably shouldn't be yet, but they are because of all the, the outcry and everyone being little babies about it. And all they're asking for in return is for you to put on that stupid mask. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Um, not to bash <laughs> your state, but I watched uh, this, um, it was like an anti-masker meeting council thing in Florida. And it's gotten to the point where people almost come up with like excuses instead of actual facts of why they can't wear a mask. There was one woman in particular who was like, when you tell us to wear a mask, you're telling us to reject God's air. Like, oh, my. what? That makes, that makes no sense. That makes no sense at all. And it's not religious or anything. They're not like, wear a mask and now God hates you. No, they're telling you to wear a mask to save lives. Which, yeah, I mean, is a good thing. God put other people on this earth. Just like he put you on this earth. So don't be such a stuck-up prick. Save other people's lives. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's a mask. Hmm. Don't worry, I, I take no offense. Florida is definitely, I mean, no shade to anyone who lives here. But Florida is definitely an interesting place. Um, there's definitely it's a lot. It's one of the highest um, coronavirus uh, states, too, right now. Yeah, and it's, I think it's got I to a point where, I don't know about other places, but I know here, my friend was talking about where, because people are still out of work and stuff that they might make it so we get like a second check or something um which i mean by that like the i forgot what they called it like basically the payment check for not yeah um and well that's that's a good thing you know for someone like me who's still out of work it's it's definitely uh it should be like an incentive of like you should put on the mask if it gets to a point where we have to even give people and I'm not saying give, not to give people money, because of course there's people struggling who need it. But I am saying that it's interesting how they have to say, oh, because you're still out of work, we're going to have to give you another check to help you out. That should be like a wake-up call, like, oh, you should put on a mask. Like, we, we need to get this under control. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you something I just looked up. Oh, well, I'm not showing it to you, but I'll tell you something I just looked up real quick. So uh, Florida right now has 503,000 cases of coronavirus in the state. And on top of that, 
5,446 of those were just reported yesterday. That means... <laughs> that means 5,000 people, almost 5,500 people got sick, got the coronavirus within two days of the last time they updated this. And Wait. Florida is the second... Wait, continue. Go ahead. Sorry, the go back. How many? How many? How many people from just those two days? So in two days from the last time they updated it, five thousand and four hundred and forty-six people tested positive. Jesus, and that's that's yeah. just in the two days. That's just in the two days because they, and yeah, it's been updated less than two hours ago. So yeah, just just in those two days. That two-day window of them not updating it, it was five, almost five and a half thousand people. Jesus. That's ridiculous. That is, that's crazy. That shouldn't be happening anymore. At this point of how long we've had to deal with the virus, that should not be happening anymore. It's been around for months. Everybody knows it's a real thing. Even those or conspiracists in the beginning of it who were calling bullshit on it, at this point, they should know it's a very real thing. People are dying from it every day. And for people, for that to still be happening to that level in a two-day span, like, that is crazy. That means people are, are just ignorant. That just means people just are being ignorant. They don't want to do the things that they need to do to make sure it's not spreading more. Yeah. That that just that blows my that blows my mind. I didn't even know that. I literally just looked it up and saw that. Like that is that's crazy. That is that should not be happening at this point. Yeah, same. I didn't I knew it was bad, but I didn't think it was like that I I guess I was ignorant. I didn't realize how like bad it was. I thought it was more bad like as in people are still out of work. I didn't realize how many people were infected. Well, that's why a lot of people are saying too, like, like that's why I believe too that we need another lockdown because, because when we did the the initial lockdown, numbers dropped in every single state. Numbers dropped exponentially. We did a lot better, and we were getting to the point to where we could be almost done with it, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, everyone was a baby. Everybody cried. Everyone was a little <laughs> bitch about it. So we opened back up. And they were like, just wear masks now that we're back open. And no one's doing that. And as you can see, the numbers are going back up. And in a lot of states, they're racking up high as hell and fast as shit. And it's like they're just choosing to be blind to it. They're just choosing not to deal with it. Yeah, it's definitely definitely an eye-opener. I think hopefully once more and more people starts like learn the information and realize how bad it's getting i'm i don't think it's gonna happen but i am hoping that more people will start to realize that we gotta do something because if we don't i it may get to the point where at least here with how you talked about how many cases were that keeps rising up make it to the point where do you think they would do martial law where like we go back at least for florida i don't know how it is um the current um, how people are infected and stuff in Illinois, but for here, do you think they would bring martial law where like you'll be forced to be back inside your your house and like in a lockdown or no? I I will never hit martial law. I I I very highly doubt it because 
America's a bunch of little bitches. Like, I'm sorry, all of America, you know, land of the free, all that. But we are. We're all a bunch of panties. No one can just deal with shit. Um, but as you see in, like, Thailand, that's what they did. They did martial law. They had people walking on the streets and with guns and were telling people to stay inside their houses. And it worked. Thailand, I'm pretty sure. Here, I'll look it up real quick, too. I'm pretty sure Thailand is, if not coronavirus-free, literally just about to be. Um, so as you can see, it does work. But in America, that's that's not going to happen. It's never going to get to that point. I can't think of how to spell Thailand either. Hold on. <laughs> You're good. Uh, Thai, Thailand. Yeah, there we go. Wow. Okay, so as of right now, uh, the confirmed cases in Thailand are 3,328. And uh, seven new cases have been reported in the past two days and no deaths at all. Um, okay, that's not bad. And then if we look back in America, the confirmed cases as of today, two hours ago, is 4.9 million people. Well, how many, what's the difference in like Thailand versus how many, people? it's like, how many people are in Thailand and how many people are in the U.S.? Because that may be... Like, yes, the U.S. one is a lot, okay. but that like... Is, that will definitely be a be a difference, but... Just in the way, like, that we... The difference in how we um, handled the situation definitely proves that, like, we're doing something wrong. Here, hold on, let me look up how many people are in Thailand. How many people leave me in? Oh, I gotta remember how to spell it again. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Wow. Okay. So as of 2018, there's 69 million people. In Thailand. Yeah. That's uh, that's a lot of people. I mean, America's probably more, but that is a lot of people for them to only have 3,000 cases. Yeah, that's true. It is definitely a eye opener. Is the best way to describe it. In America, we have 328 million. So, definitely a lot more. But, like, I want to see the statistics of it. Like, what it would be, like, like, you, you know what I mean? I can't think of a word, but, like, like, next to each other in a way. Yeah, I, um, I get what you're saying. But, yeah, that is, that's crazy. They have, you know, a couple hundred, wait, shit, I don't even remember what it was now. They have... A lot less people, but they still have a lot of people in general. Like there, there's a shit ton of people in Thailand. Um, it was it was 69 million. So out of 69 million, only 3,000 of those people have the virus, and only seven of them have been confirmed in the past two days. Which means there's only been seven new cases in the past two days. When in America, in the past two days, <laughs> there's been 51,000. That's a big difference. That is a big difference. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, you are right. There's, there's definitely a population difference, and that, that would have something to do with it. But if you think about it, Thailand's a lot smaller than America. Um, in America, there's a lot of people all together, but we have the certain points where there is just a shit ton of people clustered together. Like, you know, the metropolitan mm -hmm. areas like Chicago, New York, California like in, in LA and California. Um, but Thailand 
is, is exponentially smaller, which means a lot of those people are closer together and more clustered up together in a smaller uh, radius, I guess. And for it to only be 3,000 cases, like, that's that's pretty damn good. <laughs> they are They are way ahead of us when it comes to becoming coronavirus free. So what do you, what, in your own opinion, what do you think needs to happen in order for us to, I guess, get to that point where we can lower the numbers? I think, honestly, I just think people need to listen. Like, like I said, like, I, I get it. I don't like it either. The lockdown sucked. It dragged on. It was annoying. I don't like wearing a mask in public. I feel awkward. I don't, I don't like how it feels on my face all the time. Like, I definitely, I definitely see why people don't like it, but that does not mean that you can, can just not listen and let more people die. That's, that's dumb. So, in my opinion, I think people just need to listen. They need to start taking the steps towards, ah, excuse me, towards um, becoming coronavirus-free instead of always fighting those steps. Uh, I think another lockdown needs to happen, too. Um, but I, I honestly doubt it's going to happen. I feel you. Um, I definitely do agree. I think we definitely need something to happen. Because we are, what we're doing is, is mostly just slowing down the process. It's not fixing it. Um, but... With that being said, we have reached our time limit for uh, this week's episode. So, with that being said, guys, oh, that was uh, a lot too. We've been we've been talking for a hot minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, with that being said, guys, uh, thank you so much for for listening. Please be safe out there. Um, with everything going on right now, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to say, Stoner? I. I would just like to say, remember, uh, we're all human. We all have feelings. Treat people how you would like to be treated. And wear a goddamn mask. All right. <laughs> 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 Bye, guys.